Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Brothers Take podcast. Chris and Eric here back in the room to talk more gaming. We don't have Adam this week uh, because he's off on honeymoon. Hey, finally got there. Yeah, himself and Pagan plays. So they're off celebrating. Um, So it's just me and Eric this week. And we're going to take the opportunity then to talk about a game that we have both played. But that Adam has not. Has uh, not so yeah, like, yeah. It's like finally it's like, got there. It's like we're doing it behind his back, almost. You know, like he probably he won't be able to listen to this because it'll be a full spoiler cast. Boom, for Horizon Forbidden West. It took a while, Ooh. but we got, got there. The, got there. It took a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, I hope like there's still a discussion going on about Horizon Forbidden West, but like it. It didn't even have its moment when it came out. It like had a no. week. Yeah. Yeah. Had and a week. Then and Elden then Ring Elden came Ring. out. <laughs> and everyone's still talking about Elden Ring, which is fine. But it's like, is can we also talk about Horizon? That was a big game. It took a bit of time. You know, there's other stuff going on in life. Anyway. So we're going to talk about that. All spoilers, our thoughts on the game and the story going forward. Uh, so once the music hits, that's your final spoiler warning if you have not played the game or if you've not completed the main story, you know, like maybe you're midway through or something and then you ended up on Elden Ring and you haven't gone back to it yet or whatever it is. Um, that's the, Once you hear the music, that's it. Final spoiler warning. After that, we are talking full spoilers and we would love to hear from you guys during the discussion. So if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to jump down in the comments, share your thoughts at any point throughout the podcast uh, on any of the points we bring up or also if you want to bring up stuff that we don't bring up please uh, feel free to do that and if you enjoy this episode please give us a thumbs up hit subscribe and click that notification bell for all future content because we release episodes weekly but we also sometimes release bonuses just on youtube that uh would be sporadic and irregular so it's good to click that notification bell so you know when they come out and if you listen to us on audio platforms, then you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Again, to give your take on everything we bring up here today, and be sure to follow the podcast. But without further ado, let's travel into the Forbidden West. That's the music, right? That's that's how, that's how it goes. Is that the music? I suppose in areas somewhat like that, there's electronic music in there. You know what? Why? Let's start there. I know that not story specific, but uh, while we're here and we've we've both completed the game, and yeah, uh, one of the aspects of games we have to talk about is the music. Actually, and you just brought up the music. So, what did, what did you think about the music of this game? Uh, well, I mean, like like the first game, the music is spectacularly beautiful. I mean, the main theme alone is is uh, a beautiful work of art that captures this honest and wonder while also having this tribalistic effect to it. Mm. But for me, the, the 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 piece of music that was written, I think for this one, it wasn't in the first one, I don't think. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments and stuff. But um, is it happens twice or three times, I think, usually when you're making long climbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what you're talking about. It's a real I know exactly base... That real base team. Yeah. I'm like, I am pumped to climb this tower. It's, it's got <laughs> elements of, and like, there's plenty of new music in this, but that oh, one yeah. really stood out. Where 
is it's got elements of the main team in it in terms yes. of the, like ooze and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's also got this real subtle guitar and then a not so subtle bass line that's just like fuck yeah. <laughs> That makes just, climbing the most epic thing ever that I don't want to end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think it comes in the first time at the very start. You have to climb up a tower to knock down a rocket onto a slitter fang. Or yeah, like a t- and actually that whole sequence, I was like, fuck yes. Like, this, yeah. is, this is awesome. Really cool sequence. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then it happens again, I think, when you're doing... Again, you got your warning of spoilers, so again, we're doing spoilers. Uh, I think it happens again when you're doing Alva's personal mission. And you have to go up that, long, that huge tower. Mm-hmm. To the very like, yeah that's right yeah, that's right kicks yeah, in there again there. and then and it then kicks it, in at, at the, the end, end where you're for your final climb yes and that was um, great i was like i was pumped for this it's wonderful uh <laughs> i think that track is actually called um weight on her shoulders or something like something to do with shoulders okay. <laughs> something to do with weight and shoulders if you go on spotify i can't remember the exact name or apple music or whatever but if you like scroll down and once you see a track this, that looks something like that, like weight on shoulders or something like that, uh, that's the one. So okay. All give right. that a bash. I've added <laughs> it to my playlist. Uh, it's Yeah, it's great. It's so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite aspects of the game is just that, that piece of music. It's sick. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the music overall is kind of a further extension of what was yeah. good about the music of the first game, which is like a mix of electronics and tribalism. Yeah, because another piece of great music, not in sense of epicness or or or, or anything that uh, emotional, which like the kind of main theme is quite a nice like emotional connection to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the music for the land gods for the Ataru tribe. Oh yeah, when you bring yeah. all the land gods to life, and that yeah. music as well was very that hymn. But yeah, even just the great. hymn that was just there uh, when you mm-hmm. get there, and the fact that I I liked um I actually liked that aspect of the game that tribe um, and actually the various tribes with their own kind of unique uh, mannerisms and stuff. But that particular tribe was interested to me that their leaders are called the chorus mm. and that if no, they're yeah. singing out of harmony, then something is wrong or. Yeah, no, I, I, cool much, preferred, I much preferred to, because there's two new tribes introducing this, the Ataru and the Tanakhd. Mm-hmm. But I think I preferred the Ataru in yeah. that I just found they were way more fleshed out in how everything works almost mm-hmm. in that like nearly every piece of dialogue that they have tells you more about their culture while the yeah. Tanakhd were just like America <laughs> you know like they're just they're just they were yeah. very military the wings of the seven yeah now in fairness no the wings of the ten sorry wings of the ten, wings of ten. it's been a but... while since I played it that's true. It's been a very long time since the you gap played. Between they, us is like, the, yeah, sorry. I, in fairness, that that was also. I thought they were still very cool as well. I I like kind of Hikaro. Um, Hikaro's cool, and Gatalo was cool. Yeah, like both of them. We'll get we'll get to like the party members, but like just yeah. for a moment, like Hikaro, he was such a like a Mortal Kombat character. Oh god, yeah, he was. <laughs> he was total Khan. Right? Yeah, he's total. He was. I, not, I don't know. It's not the same voice actor. Maybe no. I don't know. Someone tell us. If it is. <laughs> but he was just. He was like that character, where it's yeah. like he, he's a reasonable leader, but also don't fuck with him. No. <laughs> In fairness, actually, the the, the Nox tribe did look like Kotal Khan's people. From Mortal Kombat, they did actually yeah, they in did. their yeah. in their design stuff because they were both very Native American in their, but also like as, really Aztec inspired. 
yes a Az- and i like that because that. I, with with aztec um so, or at least with the pop culture design of aztecs and incas and people of down there uh they always had like the bones and stuff and i liked it with these people they didn't have the bones they had the especially with caro he had these two machine parts mm-hmm. sticking out which was kind of reminiscent of the bones yeah, yeah he was, was really cool he was really cool i liked as well how he was able to kind of reason you into doing what he wanted you to do mm. which yeah. was like like there's a great discussion there where she was like um why i don't want to kill your enemies why don't i just kill you to get what i want and he was like well you're still killing then however one way would be helping people mm. and she's like damn he's right <laughs> yeah yeah you got me. Like I, I even as I was just sitting back listening to the discussion, I was like, "Oh, he's very good. Yeah, <laughs> he's no, good I'm... at this." <laughs> it's like I'm convinced. Yeah, sure, I'll help. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, he, he was good. He was a cool guy. But when we did um, uh, this is a while back, and it's you know obviously just gonna be people who listen to this that won't have checked out every episode that we did. But before we did a a first impressions like non spoiler discussion on Horizon, hmm. and in that. I had kind of expressed that I felt Aloy's drive did not leave room for doing side quests all that much. In areas, yes, but for the most part, that sense of exploring and wanting to help someone like find something. Yeah. I was like, I ain't got time for this shit. Uh, now that we can go into detail on that, well, first of all, what are those? Did you feel that way or did you feel different yeah. to me? I know. I I felt that it in its story aspect, it kind it suffered from sort of sequel syndrome. Sequel syndrome. Yeah. Oh, I just okay. Can't put it there now. But anyway, so what? it's that okay, sort of the whole, thing. Yeah. What is sequel syndrome? Before so sequel, which is very common in video games. Okay. Which is especially in something that's RPG esque and and open world and all that mm-hmm. is giving you a, a time limit. Right, so with like yep. Mass Effect 2, yeah, now you have a little bit more leeway with that. Um, but it's still that oh, we need to hurry because they're every day they're wiping out more and more colonies. I would or, argue, or right, like, thir- okay, for, for Mass Effect 2, for example, right? Uh, and yes, you're right with Mass Effect 3 in particular, Mass, but Mass Effect particular. 2, right? Yeah, they're kind of um, there is a threat and it's there and it's very real. But there isn't really a sense of urgency, not really, un- no, until yeah. your crew get taken. Yes. In which case, you could still go around in side quests and all. But at that point, and actually, it will punish you for that. Spoilers yeah, for that too. <laughs> but yes, sorry. Yeah, and, uh, and the third one very much so because you're fighting against a galactic mm. threat that is wiping out worlds. So now they do tell you that it'll take like a hundred years before they're successful but still um so there's way more but i felt that that had that problem too and it, it's definitely in other games other sequels and stuff but this one was like when you finally have gaia spoiler alert but anyway when you finally have gaia and oh gaia, yeah this is a spoiler cast guys <laughs> um and gaia tells you you only have a month left before all life is wiped out right I was constantly, now I did do a lot of like side quest stuff and a lot of other missions and stuff yeah, and got yeah. some collectibles and everything. I did a lot of that, but I was every day going, I wonder if a month has gone by yet. Yeah. yeah. I'd say I did very little of the side questing and it was, it was even before the guy thing. Like I picked up a couple of side quests. I did a couple of little errands, but then I was like, no, this doesn't feel like, like even, even Aloy, Aloy is saying, yeah. I don't have time for this shit. 
Like, yeah. And she is different. She has progressed from the first game mm. in which in the first game I found Aloy to be very um, naive, curious mm. and like longing, longing to to belong yeah. to people. And so there was a real drive to apart from discover the mystery of who she is and who these people are and all that stuff. Right. The actual main story. There was an actual drive that worked for me as a player that anytime someone wants help yes i'll help you yeah just don't exile me again like it's like i'll help because i'm glad you're talking to me yeah like i just want friends yeah this but time it, around though it was like I, want, I don't have time for this shit because i know way more than any of you people know and this shit don't matter like, <laughs> like yeah you, no, you want you, you want to find machine strike pieces and that don't fucking matter <laughs> yeah whatever. like she yeah gwent <laughs> yeah 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 which yeah, is the, was, yeah the game's Gwent yeah 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 but yes and she was very like push everyone away because yeah she wasn't there was actually yeah. almost an element at the start of the game I kind of didn't really like Aloy I was like I had a moment where I was finding it hard to connect with Aloy as well yeah so was I I was like after so long of being away from everyone like in reality of like mm-hmm. of COVID then playing a game like this, where the first game was all about connecting with people and helping people, it was all about longing and yeah. showing you the greatness and importance of people and respecting people and stuff. And then with this one, it was very the opposite. It was very dis, sort of disrespectful to everyone and not wanting anyone around, turning people away, which I kind of thought then maybe that was what they were going to go with. They were going to show sort of Aloy's errors of wanting to be alone. Well, I think they kind of did, didn't they? They kind of did. They kind of kind of did. I think the point of it was that in the end, because you do build a party this time around, Mm. which I thought was great. I thought that was cool. Mm. Um, Very Mass Effect. That felt like Mass Effect. That felt like Mass Effect, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, or even like uh, Ghost of Tsushima as it goes on. Mm. Oh, yeah, actually, it's probably more closer to that. Because like the map opens, opens more and more. Um, Mm. But, I think the point of it was that Aloy is a flawed character and that she is pushing people away, but she actually needs their help. And she yes. only succeeds because they help her. And they keep yeah. like pushing, like they keep Aloy, like let me help you, you know? Mm. Um, I, I want to ask before I go on to the next thing, the, when you say the sequel syndrome, right? And I think uh, it's interesting. You explained it quite well in terms of adding in this like pressure of time that yeah. suddenly takes away freedom from the player if the player wants to really role play it. Yeah. Obviously you can ignore the time limit, but of course it yeah. might ruin the immersion. Is that a bad thing? Is this, is, is the sequel syndrome, as you call it, is it a bad thing? Um, to have that ticking time bomb. Um, I think, uh, no, but yes, at the same time, if you introduce the ticking time bomb really early, yes, mm-hmm. it is. Because the thing is always going to be in the back of the player's head that, oh, I only have this amount of time left before Hugo Strange starts bombing the city. Or, I mean, you obviously don't know whatever when you're playing the game, but it's 10 hours, 8 hours, whatever, right? hours, right? But right. you could spend 20 hours playing Arkham yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, now the immer- and it's the problem is it breaks the immersion yeah. of, I think, something like that. But if you have that, like, you're playing it, you're playing it, and then at a certain point in the game it kicks in mm-hmm. and that then it's the time limit doesn't seem so ridiculous because you're a little bit later into the game it's rather mm-hmm. than having it for the whole game and especially when because 
I sit in there. The minute Gaia was breaking the news, I was like, don't say a month. Don't say a month. Don't say right, a month. Right, right, right. As a month, on, and I was like, more time than that. Yeah, no, say a year because you're talking like, about yeah. a, a huge land and yeah. it takes you two days just to get down a mountain. Like, mm. you know, well, it doesn't actually take that. That's over-exaggeration. But the point yeah. is, it takes you a long time to get from one place to the other. If you say a year, now the immersion isn't broken as much. I Yeah, I, I, I get you. And I do think like more time is worth it. I don't think it's always a bad thing. And no, I suppose, no, no, no. no like, it's my, thing, my counterpoint would be like, say like you brought up Mass Effect 3. In a sense, the best thing about that game is the ticking time bomb. Because I mean, what an opening. What an intro. Yes. How much would it suck if that happened halfway into the game and for the first half of the game you're just dealing with like pirates and stuff because it's like we have to ease you in before <laughs> you know it's kind of like uh you know like we were talking last week on last week's episode check it out if you haven't yet guys we were all talked about dungeons and dragons and tabletop games but we were like mm. you know like how much of a game do you want to spend fighting rats yes true right oh yeah no yeah there's always there is always going to be the counterpoint there's a balancing because... act really has to be done yeah, uh, yeah. i yeah so aspect three what an opening yeah, yeah. I, it is. It's an incredible opening, one of the best openings, in my opinion, to a video game. I completely agree with you. If you introduce that later, it doesn't work. The whole setting of the game is stopping the Reapers. And again, because they tell you it takes give or take a hundred years for Reapers. That sort of does sort of tell you, oh, I have lots of time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a balancing act of maybe the dialogue or the interaction. But then I suppose it just also depends on the game. It's like you have yeah. Depends on on the game. It depends on how wide. Like at least with Mass Effect, it, it takes you two seconds to get from one cluster of so of like star systems to another because of the mass relays. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that's somewhat. We okay. are talking about Mass Effect way more than we are talking yeah. about Horizon right now. But with Horizon, <laughs> you're running everywhere on foot, and it takes you yeah. days to get from one place to the next. Yeah. So it's like. I definitely playing that game went way over a month. <laughs> yeah, of course it came out in February. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> God, has it's, it? May, it's May oh now. But Jesus Christ, you've never taken this long to play any game ever. No, no that's true. Long it is. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, you were doing plays and stuff. But I actually, in this sense, I am okay. Okay, I would agree that a month is a ridiculous amount of time to put on a mm. game with a world so big. Yeah. Um, and with travel largely being on foot like even if you get on a machine to ride it it's still that's on going foot. by foot like you know it's yeah because you don't get a flying one until the end of the game oh, 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 oh it's so good but good. anyway um i would uh, so apart from that kind of um criticism which i think is a fair criticism in just the story writing i like that there was a time a ticking time bomb i was okay with that okay what, yeah and what bothered me was that the game was presenting these other side activities that were so small and so trivial like some of them are very good but some of them are so trivial that i was like dude even my character is saying i don't got time for this shit you know oh yeah 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 so like because i wanted to push on at the main story because i i was more interested in that i didn't give a fuck about fucking such and such or any of that yeah (laughs) however having cleared the main story now I've got plenty of time. It's like, well, we kind of have to wait for more intel, right? Like there's kind of a story reason now to go around and do the other things. Yeah. So in that's it's just that I would recommend to someone, which like I'll play a game however you want. But uh, for me, like with Horizon Zero Dawn, I would recommend do everything as you travel up the map and you should nearly finish the story at the same time as having completed the map. 
almost because it makes sense for Aloy's progression. Mm-hmm. With this one, I would nearly say finish the story first, then go do the map. <laughs> Which I don't want to yeah. annoy some people because people hate seeing like great areas on a map yeah. and stuff like that. But it's just to me, it was like that's I don't know, it felt right for the character to do it that way. Well, yeah, because she is very yeah, no, like throughout the entirety of the start of the, the game, she's talking about how she doesn't have time for it. And so that kind of sets mm-hmm. you as the player as like, okay, well, I also don't have time for this because I have to connect with this character. So if she doesn't have time for it, yeah, I don't have time for it. And I'm seeing all that red shit growing out of the ground. So that's killing the world. I so, like sometimes her, she was quite funny sometimes, her snarky remarks towards some yeah. of the characters. Um, like she shushes a guy who very early on who, who believes himself to be of, of high importance. But, yeah. like, but it is that, like that kind of attitude though was me like, yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up. I yeah. gotta do this shit. Like, like, I don't even have time to explain to you how this works. There's a computer virus, a subsection of an AI, and it is literally killing the world right now. Like, you, I don't, you don't understand, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, so, but we mentioned that you build a party in this game. You did, yep. I, I did. We did. Yeah, you. I, I never brought up the party. You Objection. Party. Hearsay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway, the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole different episode. <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> you probably won't see an episode on that. One, no, probably not. No, no, no. But uh, who? I just I love asking you these questions. Who is your oh. favorite party member? Catalo. <laughs> Actually, I can name that very quickly. Catalo. Right Catalo, the man at no Catalo. And then underneath Catalo would be Erend, Varel, or Zoe for different aspects for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, hold, yeah. are we are we including Beta in this? I liked Beta. Beta was a very interesting addition, and I I kind of thought, I, I it got to a point where I thought, are they going to kill Aloy? And Beta will take over from Aloy in the next game because she looks like her. But then the next game, that's how you're going to have a progression level. That's not what I thought, learn. but that that would at one made point sense. I thought that. That's and I not was what like, I thought. That's bold. And I'm like, because I was Ooh. like, at this point, what can shock Aloy? Has she, she seems to know more than anyone else. What can she learn? How can she grow? Um, mm. But I'm sure, I feel like this is like, obviously to set up the trilogy with the, the ending. Yes. Yeah, I am yeah. hoping it's a trilogy. To be honest, I like trilogies. Yeah. And it, it, at least it won't overstay its welcome. Yeah. Like, there's not I mean, there's I, nothing wrong with wanting more. Yeah. I mean it's a vast world. Mm-hmm. So like if you're wanting to do like Jesus mentioned this again, like Mass Effect. <laughs> so like, the way they're coming back again, it's like sure. you can do that because it's a vast galaxy and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never gonna stop. So the world is never gonna stop. But yeah, the, the Aloy story. Yeah, Aloy as a character, a her journey. Yeah. Could be a trilogy. Uh but yeah, that was that would have been an interesting shock. Maybe killer with a golf club to the head or something like that. Jesus. All right, PlayStation. <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> um, yeah, I liked Kotalo as well. Not only because his voice actor was great, mm. but I liked... Um... He let, he, remind... <laughs> he remind you who? Stop now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> who from Mass Effect did he remind you? <laughs> yeah, he kind of reminded me of someone from Mass Effect. Shut the uh, fuck <laughs> up. Did he remind you of well, Thane? No, was it Thane? It kind of was a bit of Thane or a bit of... <laughs> 
Did it earn that Rex or something? You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It was battle. Erend was a bit like Garrus. He's a buddy character. Nah, he's your buddy. You know? He's your buddy, you know? Yeah. He wants more, but too bad. You're my buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want more with me. He was just, he was like an older brother with me. Really? You didn't get yeah, that yeah. vibe off him at the start of the game? No, not at all. The prince, oh. the prince wanted more of him. Oh, God. He, yeah, the prince he was. Want more. Oh, geez, my God. He was... I had to tell him, calm no. down. I'm busy. I <laughs> yeah, am yeah. busy. <laughs> I, I just said, yeah, yeah exactly I like, what I said. Now is not the time. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I, yeah, yeah. I thought Kotala was definitely a great addition. I liked that he was missing an arm and that part of his journey was trying to replace that, but also that he kept mm. kind of beating himself up for not having it. Um, right. I, there was a moment where you have to climb and, mm. I t- and he climbs with you. And I, I thought he was going to fall. I thought he was going to fall as well. Yeah. And I know, yeah, exactly. And I thought it would have been wonderful to have him have that moment of like, I don't know, really beating himself up over something that, like he kind of reminded me of like, say, John Locke from Lost. I don't know right. if everyone's yeah, seen yeah. that show, but that's, that's a character where he had a disability. And so he was constantly told what he couldn't do. Mm. And if there was something that he genuinely couldn't do and people are telling him he can't do it, he would get more and more frustrated because he yeah. used to be able to do it. Like he used to yeah. be a hands-on guy for himself, you know? Mm. It just makes you feel more sorry for the character. Oh, when... that episode of Lost is heartbreaking. Don't do it. Don't do it to me. I'm not <laughs> able for it. Uh, <laughs> should do a Lost episode sometime. Oh, God. The whole uh, show. What was your favorite episode of Lost? <laughs> I'd have to rewatch the show. But God, I think, consider it took me this long to complete this game. How long would it take me to complete Lost? Uh, quite long. Four years. Long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite long. Yeah. There was one. I liked the whole party. I liked Zoe. I liked Varel. There was one party member I did not like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are we had a safe hit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't Are like... we just agreeing on everything? <laughs> Seems like it. I didn't like Alba. Not really. I, like... <laughs> I was a bit like, shut up, Alba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Meg. I feel. I feel like people. Some people will like Alba. They'll connect with her. Yeah. Um, I just found her annoying, and also what? I didn't like her character design because of everyone else felt like a designed character, mm. and I thought Alva looked like an NPC who was hanging out with you. That or a cosplayer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like she <laughs> she snuck on set, <laughs> and she's just tried to hang out with the gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like don't get me wrong, her group. And they were kind of they were very they're cool. Yeah, but your they man is well the CEO, well the CEO, but they call him CEO. Is CEO? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was man. Was what cool. was with that sequence though? When you get in there and it's awesome, and you're finally meeting uh, Ted Farrow. Oh yeah. So for everyone who <laughs> is listening but never played the game, we just want to listen. There's a bit where you have to go to Ted Farrow's final resting place with a yeah. new tribe called the Quen who traveled across the ocean. Uh, in search of knowledge and they're very aware of focus uh, the focus that you have and they're very aware of the old ancestors the old world mm. but they kind of twist which is what i think is really cool it's almost like biblical almost twisting mm. the words to suit their own needs and making some knowledge forbidden or secret you know, can't touch that yeah yeah and it's, there's, there's a religious aspect to that group yeah, which is pretty cool they, they make the ancestors like that these pro- like messianic figures almost yeah and um, they were just businessmen <laughs> like that's yeah. what's fucked up about it yeah 
Yeah, but then you go to Ted Farrow's place and he, yeah, he got, like, he went through treatment to make He's alive. Forever. He's yeah. alive. But he's something monstrous. Yes. And they don't show it. No. For me, perfect that was boss fight. Probably the weakest moment of the game. For me personally. Mm. Because Ted Farrow, it's not like it was just some random dude that you heard about just in that chapter. Yeah, it's and they the were just, Ted Farrow like. Ted Farrow caused all of this. Yeah. As uh, the revelation that he's actually alive still, I was like, oh shit. Then when I heard this monstrous thing around the corner, I was like, wow. Like, I didn't expect it to go in this direction. Like, robots is one thing, but now, like, some sort of bio mutant thing or something. Hmm. I was like, cool. Like, I'm, I, I, like, this game is already fucking wacky. I'm with it. Like, let's, let's, like, I've already fought flying people and shit. So let's do it. So I honestly thought Ted Farrow was going to be a boss fight. And not only that, that it would show that maybe there are other people like this. And that mm. might be something that plays in the third game. Yeah. Or and they just I will, don't show him. They don't show. I part of me I thought was going to be the revelation that he was the bioweapon. He was what was killing the world. That you weren't wow, going to fight yeah, him, yeah. Yeah. which would have walked in, and he was like just you could slightly see his face, but he was just this grotesque mass of right. like of just flesh and meat, something that are like Resident Evil or something like just right. connecting. To the like to the wall, and he was just like infecting the entire world. He was feeding off the world, so it was like he was. It was like the pharaoh virus again. You know, like it fed off all the biomass, so he's feeding off the biomass again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. That would have been sick, like. And you didn't have to fight him but in every in it. every meaning of that word. <laughs> yeah, it just would have been awesome. But yeah, no, they don't show it. It was very weird. Was very like weird. I want. Was that a time constraint thing? Was it a budget thing? Was it a? I. I it feels like. Um. That moment just felt like Final Fantasy 15. Your friend goes off and it's like, oh, well, that's a clear chapter that's missing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you sense it even before they announce a DLC that there's something missing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. That was, that was a real shame. However, th- it sounds like I'm doing a lot of giving out. I really like this game. Oh, it's beautifully made. The lighting to this game. I remember there was one time I was just oh, fucking, stunning. And I saw the sun rays and I was like, oh my God, that lighting is beautiful. Yeah. Like, and the, de- the attention to detail of like the sweat on all the people or, or their hands starting to turn blue from the cold. Yeah. Was, like, that's top notch. And even the way the different machines move, the fact that different mm. components come off them. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. The attention to detail is unbelievable. Um. Mm. The environments are amazing. The different locations are fantastic. Graphics, performance overall, I thought it performed incredibly I mean, well. Super fast loading. And like I said before, in our non-spoiler chat, the facial animations. Yes. Oh amazing. my god! And in particular, I, I think in particular on Aaron. I don't know why, but there's I moments think, early yeah. on where he's like just taking sips, and it's so natural. It's so mm. non-animated. Yeah, well, I think Aaron had really good facial animations in the first one as well. I did. No, to be fair, but but this this one was this a, was like a whole new level. They all have like even like subtle little subtle facial animations as well, which is like wow, yeah, it's unbelievable. Crazy. We've gotten yeah. to a point where it's like this is just scary now. This is this is just <laughs> better than real life. Is this the real life? <laughs> is this just, just fantasy? fantasy? Yeah, it's unreal, unreal. 
Um, Unreal Engine. I mentioned what would be my lowest point of the game, which was just that very obvious Ted Farrow missing Mm. sequence. What would be the highest point of the game? And I don't mean climbing, although it could be climbing. (laughs) Climbing was pretty high. Uh, Yeah, what what was like the game's highlight? The game's highlight, the moment that was just top-notch. Hmm, that's a good question. Because this game has spanned over about three months for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, highlight of the game would probably... I mean, getting the Sunwing was pretty cool. I think for me, it was that first flight on the Sunwing. It was pretty and good. just being like, wow. And just like seeing everything and having full control over going up and down and flying it to the tall neck and, get, and just like, holy shit. Yeah. Now actually, I can fly. <laughs> that actually that stuff was I think a big highlight for me was when you go to a cauldron, each cauldron is is quite different. And when you go to a, a tall neck, each tall neck is different. Yeah, you have to come stuff. up with different ways to actually get onto it. Yeah, like that sort of like the diversifying it. Because I think at the first one it was literally just with the tall necks climb. Well, yeah, like a lot of them were very similar. Yeah. Yeah. But like in one of them, that that was probably the highlight for me. Go actually. ahead. Yeah. All right. It's a side thing. It's not even part of the main story. I was just mm. like, that's so cool. You go into a cauldron, and by the end of the cauldron, you're coming out of it on top of a tall neck. Wow, you, I haven't done you, that one. Spoiler alert for you, Chris. No, no, you, but that's that sounds amazing. You build a tall neck. You finish the tall neck, and that so you've got the tall neck in one go while also doing the cauldron. That was that was quite cool. That's sick. Did you do the tall neck that's like in the water? It's like it's mm. yeah, yeah. Toppled over into the sea, and then you have to like fix it first and then get on top of it. I thought that one that was great yeah. as well. There's not only you have to take down, you have to actually, you have to shoot arrows and take they have to take it down to down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Um yeah. A lot, cool a lot of variations in there. A lot of the variations and, and design of the world, and I think was was very good. Mm-hmm. Um I um put out a tweet after i finished the game uh now that i can explain what i meant by that tweet i'm delighted (laughs) i was like horizon zero dawn is like the original planet of the apes yes yeah 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 right horizon forbidden west (laughs) is like the sequel to Yeah, it's beneath the planet of the apes. Yeah, yeah. And no, and I don't mean in quality. Like I, th- I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm not trying because a lot of people would look down on beneath the planet of the apes. Um, mm. Yeah, each their own, whatever. I just mean that um, the first one has hints of sci-fi, but has to hold off a little bit mm. because ultimately that's the twist. Yeah, it's got to hold off of that big twist, and that happens in the first Horizon game where you get your big mad twist. Like maybe it was Earth, maybe it looks like Earth, but mm, this time around, not only in the design could they be like, well, now you know, you know the answer. So here's the Golden Gate Bridge. Here's low. Here's Las Vegas. You know, here is yeah. shit that you're going to recognize, which I thought was great for the environments. Hmm. But then on top of that, now we can go way wackier into the sci-fi because we don't have to hold back at all. We can. Do- <laughs> what did yeah. you think of the Far Zeniths? Uh, I think they 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 probably should have been a third, th- like a third one villain. To be honest, okay, because I think the third one villain is even way more wackier. <laughs> An alien AI. An alien AI, but 
It's that originated that. from Earth, though, right? Well, we get into that. We'll get into that. Right. Right. Okay. It kind of, I just think it overshadows Regal. And that's actually where, for me, is kind of the lowest. Is okay. you have Regala doing her thing, and then you have the Farzinets doing their thing, but you don't spend enough time really dealing with any of them. So none of them are really the enemy. Yeah, and ultimately the final boss you spent very little time with. Yeah, the final boss you spent very little time with. Um, now I get that in the first one there isn't really a big main enemy in the game, but that's yeah, not but, really the point of the first game. Yeah, but it also ends with you thinking, right, Silence is the villain. Yes. And now it's like Silence Which you spend, which you do spend a lot of the first game with and dealing with Silence. Yeah. The build of that connection that that yeah. twist is very, oh my God. But this one now, Silence is barely in it. Regal is barely in it. Farzina's barely in it. Tilda's barely in it. Fucking everyone's barely in it. <laughs> Did Regala join your party? Yes. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what happens if you actually do kill it. Yeah, like I might do a second playthrough and, and just see what happens. I mean, I suppose I could just watch someone on YouTube probably has that yeah. video up, but that's not the oh. same as... Plus, it'd be nice to go through it again and see pick up on it may, maybe there's minor nuances that once you know where it's going you pick up on yeah um yeah i think like there's possibly too much going on hmm. and i think you're right like i i don't know if putting the fire zenith into the third game necessarily needs to happen but maybe there's no need for the regala rebellion like maybe no. there's no need for that at all but then again if you can't fight the Varzinets, I understand that they're like, we need something for you to fight. So there yeah. has to be rival tribes out there somewhere. And now why is there rival tribes? It's like, well, Silence is trying to make a deal with them so that he can use them so that he can fight the Farzinets. It's like, there's too many like opposing agenda. It's like, um, Tilda wants to help you because actually she doesn't want to help the Farzinets. She actually wants to overthrow the Farzinets. Like she wants you to come with her because actually there's another threat, which is Nemesis. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah, convoluted. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Well, yeah, it's too... Kojima. It is too, it's, it's, it almost is like Transformers Age of Extinction. Uh, there's okay, the humans... I don't remember that. <laughs> there's the humans hunting down... The, the Autobots because they're uh, illegal aliens so they have to be killed but then the government is giving their bodies to a company who's making their own machines out of them so then one of them they have the corpse of Megatron and they're trying to make their own <laughs> one which is Galvatron but then Galvatron oh, yes. becoming Megatron so Galvatron's an enemy while the humans are an enemy and they've kind of made it but they've made a deal with another guy called Lockdown and he's doing his own thing because he's working for the Quintessens who are trying to capture Optimus Prime. <laughs> and it's just lots I of plots. I don't any of this. <laughs> I do. Because I was like, this is too complicated. And then by the time you get to the fifth one, the Quintessens are all gone. No, it's actually Quintessa, another machine. It's like, well, you, Michael Bay, you can't even stick with your own story. <laughs> oh my God. It's the Resident Evil franchise all over again. The oh, movies, God I damn mean, it. Movies. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't, that's, yeah, what I like. that's what I felt like. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's it's not that I uh, dislike the inclusion of these characters. Mm-hmm. It's just I would like to have seen more of them. More. Yeah, so. it's That's it's they had, it they had two really cool concepts, but they didn't focus enough time on either one of them. Like Regala and her rebels and stuff, and their reasoning for the rebellion was very cool. Mm-hmm. And Silence equipping them with the ability to control the machines is not exactly out of character with him because he did that. Yeah. in the first one. Yeah. 
And the fire zeniths was cool in the idea of just showing you how far humanity got with their technology. Mm-hmm. And not only did they go to space, they and not only did they have a colony, they became immortal and got became Superman. Became flying. <laughs> yeah, they were very much uh, Superman too. Like the, that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. They were very much. Oh, gotcha. It was Zod and uh, yeah, and his. Beryl and the big guy. Yeah, 100%. Um, what's his name again? I can't remember. He is in the comics though. And he's in the movie. Ursa and Non. Is that it? Yeah, so Zod, Ursa and Non. Okay. Ursa? Yeah, Ursa is the name of that female. Oh, it's not, it's not Feyora. No. What? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. What? But actually, okay. the comics ended up adding both Ursa and Non to the comics as well. So it's all. Oh, okay. It's all gravy. Yeah. But um, I mean, it was very dumb. Er, er, like Eric Vazar. They're the Kryptonians. Eric Vazar was was Non. No, was Ursa. I quite liked the prism thing that's going on around them. It's unusual. Yeah. It's mm. and it was kind of cool and striking to me, and it did feel otherworldly. Mm. What I didn't like is outside of Tilda, I felt the way those characters were voice acted was like suddenly it was like everyone else is quite mature and it's quite a mature tale and then suddenly Power Rangers villains <laughs> I don't know it was a little bit a little bit cheesy the way they would talk yeah and they looked too kind of, I thought they kind of looked too similar and when they're even going like oh Gerard is the main villain I'm like really Gerard <laughs> Gerard <laughs> Jafar uh, may need glasses, glasses. <laughs> uh, I did like I even looked at him with I don't know maybe Lex Luthor might have been a better name for him because just the else he just looked like like so he's they're, again they're Superman, villains. Like, they're Superman they're Superman villains, villains. Oh, well, I God, did yeah. I did like though that they like at first I was like wait holy shit what they're doing aliens are they actually doing aliens and then it's like oh there are the humans who left but now they're coming back yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, I thought I thought they were I thought they were cool. I thought their design was was quite interesting. And yeah. again, I find that it's like it with them, it's like it shows you how far humanity got, and it also shows you how corrupt they pretty much all got. Mm-hmm. Ah, the yeah. point the point that they they almost became like freaking like the humans in Wally, only if they all went psycho. Yeah, yeah, instead of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So they all all just like (laughs) became like so obsessed with virtual reality of like, wasn't it? It doesn't Tilda say to you as well towards the end of the game that's like they all they went into virtual reality so that they could just live at their own fantasies. Something like that. Yeah, which kind of reminded me of the show Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. Carbon, everyone can live forever, and therefore those who have accumulated enough money could end up cl- cloning themselves so that they'll always have the same body because that's yeah. like illegal, I believe. And then they've, they've accumulated so much wealth that they live above the toxins of earth, right? In their ivory towers and do whatever they want. So they okay. go off, you know, have their way with a, some, some night working lady or, or fella or whatever. And then like kill them and then or kill the body at least and then pay to have them reskinned. Oh god. Like they just do their own thing. And horrible. That, yeah, it's 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 messed up show. It's a good it's actually not a bad show. I well I didn't mind it anyway. But it's yeah, it's that actually, so it kind yeah, of reminded I get, me I get, of that. I get what you're saying, because like the Farazine it's in this um do see everyone else, like the people on Earth, as just primitive, they don't matter, 
yeah, uh, like we could dispose of them. Like just like twenty zeniths, and they're willing to like wipe out the entire human race on the planet just because they're like ah, pff, they're they're like yeah, us. they're nothing. No, yeah, they're yeah. nothing to us. Um, so I thought that was a very interesting perspective because we were coming from the shoes of the people who are currently living on the earth, and it's like fuck you, like we're progressing, like get, like fuck off, give us a chance, but yeah. <laughs> Um, Tilda was the most interesting of them Yes But again we don't get enough time with her No But she was very interesting And she was in love with Elizabeth Sobek right Yes That's That's what it seems like And then you fight her in a giant mech suit (laughs) It's nuts (laughs) Go go power Honestly honestly, at that point though I was just like yeah okay Like fuck it (laughs) Sure let's do it I'll fuck you up And she was like come with me And I was like no Fuck you But also honestly space I, at one point, I was like, I mean, I don't know where this game's going to go. Maybe I'm going to space. I don't... <laughs> a part of me was a bit like, am I going to end up on the Odyssey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, am I going to end up there? I thought that for a second as well. And another really... aspect, when she gave you the offer, I thought, do I get to choose? Do I get to choose? I thought it was going to go that way as well. Like, like, do I abandon? Does Aloy have a choice to abandon the Earth and mm. move on or to stay behind? And I was like, but then how do you make a third game? Well, because those suppose... would be two different games. Well, I suppose that's where you have beta. Aloy goes beta. You play it as beta. Yeah, that could have been a really interesting. Like, if Aloy leaves, then you play as beta. If Aloy who, stays, who, who gets brought up to speed on everything because of the focus yeah. and the, and the crew start training her and everything. Yeah. Versus, yeah, yeah, if that Aloy could have been interesting. Aloy. But yeah, that would have been that would have been interesting. That was, I know it was really good, really solid game, really well made game. Yeah, no, it's it's. It is, again, I think it's a shame, um, and it happened to them the, when they released the first game as well, because they're a very like talented studio. They've created a very awesome IP, and it seems amazing to every engine. time they the release one, oh, it's unbelievable that they get overshadowed by some other big release that happens at the same time, and then nobody yeah. like talks about it. But I think it deserves to be talked about because oh, yeah, like. Kind of like the Tomb Raider games. Every time a Tomb Raider came, like the new ones, the Survivor trilogy. Oh yeah. yeah every time yeah. one of them came out, it got overshadowed by something else as well. And yeah, those, yeah. Actually, yeah. they're they're really good games as well. Yeah, I don't know. They're solid. Um, yeah. there was something that was gonna. Oh yeah, right. Silence. Right. We brought him up. Is like it comes towards the end that he sticks around and he seems trusted. Right. He was going to leave. His plan all along was to get that ship and leave. That was like yeah. his his goal. And then he stops, he thinks, and he turns around. Hmm. Do we trust him? <laughs> I don't care. I could just listen to him talk all the time. Yeah, he's great. Oh, my God. He's like, <laughs> he's so good. I love listening to him. But I do feel like he's this series also a lot. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not, I have a feeling he'll backstab you a couple more times before we figure out what his real goal is. And maybe in the end, he was the, he was helping all along. And it may be in that one moment, he's already come up with a plan to defeat Nemesis, but he's not going to tell you how it works. And he's going to backstab you a shitload of time. Like, I don't know. Or he's planning on using you, but I just don't trust him. I don't think he's being forthright. I don't, I, I don't know with this one. Because, well, like okay, every so the, other the, time he talks with an agenda. This time when he turned around and walked away, there was no reason for him to come back. I know that's why I don't trust it. <laughs> it's like the first game ended with him, like it's like clearly like oh, so he's a villain. Then the second game ends it. Oh no, he's a good guy. And I feel like they want you to have that like doubt of that back and forth of is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? 
because that's his character i think his character is a manipulator and a schemer uh, yeah. i did like the aloy had kind of got him into a position where she had the upper hand for once like i thought it was quite good but at the yeah. same time i was like i still don't trust him i think he's got something up his sleeve yeah it's it's actually gonna turn out that everything she did he actually planned yeah he, he yeah. did everything he, he wanted planned for her to make those decisions yeah <laughs> That Somehow. I can't do that. I hate when no. people do that as well, where it's like, how could you have possibly planned that? <laughs> I knew exactly what you would think. I knew you'd find a sunwing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I would love, right? Yeah. You know what I would love? When Tilda actually now I'd love for this now to be in the, the third one. All right. So we've been able to ride the the the, the, <laughs> the striders. Where are you tra- going with this? <laughs> Wait, Tilda, you know, right? right? <laughs> we've been able to ride <laughs> right i'll get to my point they're they are connected right yeah so you're of, able course, to, of course to, to use the striders and the chargers and, and whatnot as the mounts and now in this one we were able to there was a few more extra mounts and then you were able to have the sun wings just flying mm-hmm. right and i went tilda mentioned the hades titan i was like Oh my god! Am I gonna like take one, one of these? Of those? <laughs> and then she just talked about the the battery ticket. I was like, oh okay. So now after Nemesis, I'm like, wait a minute, are we yeah, gonna get to yeah, use yeah. one of the Hades on. titans? Maybe it's gonna be yeah. Uh, we gotta reactivate one of these to to take it on. I have to say, just in terms of like what we're talking about there, in terms of coming up with a plan and then working towards it, mm. where this game really kicked in for me. Like I was enjoying the beginning. Yeah. But where it really kicked in for me was when you did activate Gaia in your base and she gives you a quest to yes. collect the three and explains how it works. And I was like, that's logical. It makes sense. You've explained why to get these ones and why in that order and how that's going to help us. And I love that what I'm actually doing is getting computer programs, but it's turned into this like fantasy quest thing. Hmm. So sick. Love yeah, that. That was pretty, that was pretty cool. And each one again was quite was different. different and matched its own. Yeah, that was very yeah. good. I think Poseidon's is probably my favorite. Yeah, that was great. And like when I got there, I was like, oh no, I dread underwater missions. But actually, it was really fucking cool. And the but boss guys, fight I, was great. Did against oh, the Tide Ripper? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And I, the three guys, I like, like the three guys. And I love that when once like the reward at the end of it is not just getting the thing, but now you've got this cool Apparatus. Vegas strip that's all lit up. Oh, yeah. Like the different projections and things. that the, Like, that was awesome. Yeah. And I think they use it now. Well, they definitely did something on St. Patrick's Day. Where oh, if, you, if you, yeah, if you, because I saw a gorilla uh, tweeted it out. If you go to Las Vegas, or if you went there on St. Patrick's Day, they had like green shamrocks and everything up in the air. So I was like, oh, are they going to do that every time it's like a, Huh. You know, like a like a Christmas say, like a, or a Halloween. Will there be pretty? I'm pretty sure that's just one of the ornaments that you give the stemmer, and then you can just set all the lights to St. Patrick's Day. Oh, really? Because I I thought they put that out on St. Patrick's Day, unless it was that they put that thing in the game as an update on that day. I don't know. I don't know, because I'm pretty sure some of the ornaments you get are set to holidays so you can set like the lights to Christmas. Oh. I set, I think they just set it to Paddy's Day and Happy Paddy's so Day. So I see. That way you, you, it's you up it to yourself. the player to do it and they don't have to keep going in and, and 
like yeah. updating it or whatever. That no, makes, they might they might sense. still they that might still sense. do it. Sure. Every holidays have an image of because I because I they've think, already programmed it. Yeah, because I think I said it to uh some holiday called El de Tier or something like that. I'm probably butchering the name, probably got it wrong. I've never heard of it. That's why I clicked on it. I was like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, it was yeah. like all these like crescent moons and lanterns just kind of floating up. I was like, ooh, this is cool. I don't know what it is. But like, yeah. So when you give Stemmer an ornament or you set, you talk to Stemmer, you go, I want Christmas to be there. He'll then set it to Christmas. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I think that's how that works. So many fucking cool locations in the game. Like, yes. Uh, to be honest, some of my greatest joy playing the game was just taking screenshots. I have so many screenshots I took of just the view and going, wow. And I have to say, I love the addition of the shield wing. Yes. Very cool. Fighting with that thing. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was one of those things that when they showed it off in the initial... Um, by the way, that's not in the game. Remember that first piece of gameplay they showed us? It is. It is. We it's not. Just, neither one of us... Just neither one of us did it. Because I checked, yeah, I checked through the trophies and I know exactly how to get it. Because I had a theory about it. Because I read... Through the game. There was even an article saying that it's not in it. Oh. Oh. What is the that. trophy? Save Erend? Is that what it's called? Well, no, yeah, it's help Aaron kill the rebel commander Aris Aranus or something like that. Oh, and okay. I, and I and I was like, it has to do with taking down all the out rebel outboats in their rebel camps. But if there's an article saying it's not in it, then I don't I think imagine, it is. I don't imagine the article is. would have done everything. Maybe. Well, you would <laughs> you would hope they've done their research before they publish. But then again. <laughs> That doesn't always happen. <laughs> but then also, I think people often, like, you know, they might have made that mm-hmm. show you. Aaron is still in it, and here's all the new features in the new robots. So they might have just made that for that sort of demo. How did you feel when uh, they killed Varl? I saw it coming. So did I. I don't know why, though. I was like... Well, I didn't see even that before, it was... Even before that scene, I was like, Varl's going to die. But well, no, I didn't see it that Varl was Varl was going to die. I was just like one, of, but I was like, well, Aloy is not going to die. Okay. But one of these two is definitely going to die because we keep talking about how, oh, we got to make a distraction, otherwise the Farzinas will find us. And oh, you guys be careful. And yeah, I was just like, yeah, I, someone's going to die here. You're saying all the scripted dialogue for any yeah, yeah. game ever that someone's going to die. So well, yeah, I, I felt like it was 100% Varl only because Beta asks you. Not just that, he starts, they start the game, him with you. And you have no choice about that. And he kind of pushes constantly more and more to be with you. Mm. Like, there's more scenarios where he's with you than Erend. Yeah. And I was like, he's, of the party, he's going to die. Because they want, they've made sure I'm in enough scenarios with him. To like him. To hope that that hits. It personally didn't bother me, even though no, I really no. liked the character. I wasn't, yeah. like, upset. Because I was very well prepared for it i felt <laughs> yeah i was but, very prepared. but i can see why if someone loves that character i could see like i like the character i'm mm. perfectly fine with him and i was like oh that sucks i'm gonna kill you guys but uh like i liked it as a storytelling thing that someone died mm. but it didn't shock me it, it wasn't framed in such a way that got me no no um but i liked the the bit with Zoe when you were paying your respects to Barrel. Because that's another point where the that lighting bit was, was great as well. Lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Another, another screenshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it that moment. It was beautiful. Like, that was really good. I really liked Zoe. I thought she was a great character. Zoe was great. So 
Zoe was very good. Like Zoe and Catalo were were two great additions to the yeah. team out of like the new tribes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm oh. hoping they stick around in the next one. And I'm hoping we get a couple of maybe one or two more party members or something that like build up the cast again. No, no, the, great. the the last one is you're gonna have to build up a whole army. You're gonna have three people. Oh yes, of you, course. Yeah, you have to go around and collect the tribes and uh, yeah, yeah, the tribes. <laughs> to fight yeah, the reapers. The... I mean, sorry, nemesis. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, the space <laughs> <Basically> robots. <laughs> space robots. Space... Uh, collect. Hold on. Yes, the nemesis. Again, for anyone who's listening who hasn't played the game and just kind of listen for the crack, is a collective consciousness of machines hell bent on wiping out human organic life because it sees it as a flaw pretty much yeah it's no sorry sorry actually <laughs> no no it's not not that's not the reason wasn't it? it's no no it's the the fire zeniths didn't the, the program didn't work the way the fire zeniths wanted it to mm-hmm. so they locked it in a room and abandoned it so it went crazy out of loneliness yes and then decided to wipe out fire zeniths out of hatred but, but now it prob- doesn't distinguish it probably, between well, them and... Well, it probably won't. Not. It probably won't to be able to distinguish. It'll probably just see human and... Well, it sent the signal, didn't it? That... Yeah, but it sent the signal ahead to stop. Because it knew the Zeniths were going to get there. Yes. It was able to, send, it was able to yeah, yeah. plan out the trajectory of... God, the I hope you have played this game. <laughs> Max, at this man. point, it's just, it's just double dodge at this point. <laughs> Yeah, so it sent out the signal because it planned out the trajectory of the Odyssey that was it was going to go to Earth, so it sent out the signal to kill Earth so that they wouldn't be able to land there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. See, it's been a minute for me, whereas it was last night for you or something. Like that. So. <laughs> um, of the new machines that were added into this game, which ones did you like the most, or which ones stood out to you the most? I like the shell snapper. Yeah, it's cool. The big giant turtle. That was cool. I always uh, like big giant like- turtles. I like turtles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the internet, but it was a simpler time. Yes. <laughs> there was no algorithms, and everybody uh, everybody just watched Burnt Face Man. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was... the duck song. <laughs> yes, oh, simple time. Um, but, right, I liked the shell snapper. I liked, uh, I kind of liked the claw strider. You know what, actually, I kind of liked... All the new machines. Yeah, I thought they honest. all worked, but I loved the Slitherfang. And I thought they did such a fantastic job with, with all the, the parts. way it, it moves. Mm. It, like, and you can see individual elements of it turning in different directions. Mm. I was like, this is fantastic. And then watching it wrap up around things. And honestly, I couldn't help it. I was like, I can't wait for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the, the Midgar Zolom is going to fucking rock. <laughs> When I yeah, just see the different ways snakes can move, not just that one and the way that moves very fast, but also like the giant serpent from uh, Sekiro. Like oh, just yeah. the way, the, I don't know, whatever they're using in these different engines and stuff to make these Perfect. things move like it's fucking wonderful. Yeah, no, I, can, I, I can't wait. Slitherfang was good. I actually wish that on, on the map, mm-hmm. right, you get this like unknown Slitherfang site or unknown Tremor Tusk site. I'm like, yeah. But it's not unknown because you told me it was a slitter fag or you told me it's a tr- Yeah, it would be nice to not unknown, know. Unknown machine site. Okay, yeah. France, so it's a machine. You have to go and then find out what it is. I guess they felt like they have to give you a heads up in case you, you didn't want to. 
Well, yeah, so that you could prepare yourself for your and your gear for taking it on. Um, but that's why you kind of sneak up, you know what I mean? I did find that in the gameplay, I could sneak a lot more in this one than I could. Mm. Like, I had more options to do certain yeah. things. Um, and the melee combat was it's improved. Much better. Yeah. Way better. Because I, I, once it gets heated, like, I like to stealth and use the bow and all that. But once it gets heated and it's full on, I am not going to stand there shooting arrows. I am going mm. to whack. Yeah. And this time around, because I could put my skill tree into that, like that worked. So I thought the combat had been not overhauled or anything like that. Like it's very similar, but it had been improved. It was a good progression. Yeah. From the first game. Yeah. I know the combat has greatly improved the abilities and skills and stuff greatly. Like it's a way bigger skill tree, but yeah, so much more. Huge. And there's so actually nearly extra. too much you can do in yeah. some ways. Yeah. There's like load of like special abilities you can do. Mm-hmm. There's all that. Like there's like, kind of like overdrives or limit breaks i suppose yeah, yeah. when i go to final fantasy terms it thinks i i actually only used it once at the end of the game against tilda i think i used the one where you can go invisible a lot you can go invisible yeah there's one of them and you can turn invisible so i was doing stealth and then if i got caught i would go invisible and they they can't find you and i go right back into stealth i did not know about that one yeah <laughs> So you can go oh, on Solid Snake. I can't remember. Um, I mean, it's obviously, it must be in the one of the like tech skill trees or something like that. But basically, oh, you okay. put on this like bracelet thing and it turns invisible. Oh. Great. Really good. Uh, they know with that. You'll have to find that one. Um, there was one. Oh, yeah. Question I wanted to ask before we, yeah. before we finish up the discussion Ooh, okay. here today. Yeah. Obviously, there's still a half a year worth of games to come, mm-hmm. right? Uh, possibly the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. But do you think as it stands so far, the Horizon Forbidden West could be in the game of the year discussion? Like, I, we, we, I know, would, we know Elden Ring is. Yes, so I, would like, or not. I would like it to be because the amount of work these people may put in to build this beautifully well-crafted well-scripted well-performed game mm-hmm. i would like it to be but i think because it came out a week before elden ring and i could only put so many games in mm-hmm. they might end up it might end up getting overshadowed and people would just go oh february is elden ring and then elden ring going yeah it kind of depends on what actually comes out for the rest of the year yeah Really, and where and when they come out? Like, for example, I would, if, I would like, like if God to... of War Ragnarok comes out in December, it won't be included this year. It'll true. be included next year. True, true. You know. Oh, and then so... it might not even win next year. Why? What would it be up against next year? I don't know. The well, um, uh, Zelda actually. Breath of the Wild two. Yeah, it might win next year. That depends no, I, on I can't, the I quality of that game. But, I know. Uh, yeah, it depends on what comes out this year. Uh, Elden Ring is just probably it's just going to get it probably. Oh, year. probably. I mean, it's like uh, a yeah. ten out of ten across the board. I would like to say though, like, yeah, I would like to see Horizon Forbidden West in that discussion as well. I think yeah, it deserves like at least a nomination. Nomination because just so it is well made. It's a well crafted game. It is easily like it's not lower than an eight out of ten game. You know, people no. can argue whether it's a nine out of ten or. But it is definitely a high quality eight out of ten game. Yeah, I would say, hmm. like it's well crafted. 
beautifully made. There is issues with the story, I think, but ultimately it's a very good story experience. Yeah, it's kind of it, the, the the reason for the issues is kind of like I suppose Last of Us Part Two. It's not a like Last of Us Part Two is not a bad story. No, it's just that you have the first one, and the first one story was just so good that now this one is like, hmm, okay, it's not as good. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. and that's it's like the standard is so high. So it's not that the story is actually in any way a terrible story. No, no, no. The standard for a Horizon story or or a Last of Us story is so high that now it's... Now that you brought that up out of curiosity, which story (laughs) engaged you more between The Last of Us Part 2 and Horizon Forbidden West? Which sequel engaged you more on just the story? Fuck, I was bored with both of them. Um, Wow, really? No, 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 that's not... Because I wasn't. Uh, You know what, actually... Just entirely engaged, yeah. From like from and like from all perspectives, just engaged, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, be Horizon Two. Okay, because the length of the game was like, yes, this is an open world game. It's beautifully well crafted. The engineering, the sound design, everything was very good. The music was, I I actually noticed the music. I didn't really yeah, the music was great. I didn't really notice music. Last was part two. But it's a problem. But at sometimes with with Horizon Two, I was a bit like, ah, guys, will you stop talking to Aloy, please? You guys are talking forever. <laughs> Shut up. There's an awful right. lot of talking. <laughs> There's an awful lot of talking. Yeah. But then with the last was part two, I was a little bit like, ah, no. Can I stop running and falling over? And can we just have a decent conversation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's all of the chats about? Yeah. But the problem with last was part two was the game didn't need to be long. Mm. So I think okay. the Horizon 2 is better because it's long because it's an open world RPG, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. While Horizon while Last Part 2 is just dragged out long. Yeah. So I, I think Horizon 2 for me, personally. Cool. What about okay. you? I would say that the story of The Last of Us Part 2 engaged me more. Okay. Because um, my disappointment with The Last of Us Part 2 really came when I finished it. And it was like, it was more of a is that it? Feeling. Okay. It was nothing to do with and like people can check out our discussions on it before, but uh, nothing to do with what everyone else found problems with. Oh, yeah, to be I, honest, no problem with that. Shit. No, so it was actually just that I was like, Oh, I didn't feel like it amounted to much in the end. I felt like uh, I was like, oh, Wait, I went through all that emotion, and, and this is it, this is all I got. Versus uh, with Horizon, it was just I had a pretty steady emotion the whole way through where I was just mm. like, Oh, this is getting it's getting better. Like I, when it opened, yeah. I was like, "This is good," but it feels like a DLC. Yeah, it doesn't okay. feel like a full-on sequel yet. And only when I got to Gaia, I was like, "Oh, okay, now it's a sequel." Now which I, still, which is still a good few hours into the game. Yeah, it's it's a good while into the game. Mm. And then I was really engaged, and then I just thought the end was a little bit wacky. But ultimately, I had a great great time the, playing the game. The, the ending, experience. the ending reminded me a little bit like. And uh, Avengers Endgame or something. I felt like, well, here's here's a Marvel like kind of movie at the end of it. Like this would be a big CGI screen right now that everyone. Oh, sure, with all the like battles that were going on, all the yeah, tilted air and 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 flying around and yeah, and shooting that was like, I'll cover you, and it's like this is weird. (laughs) I was a little like tilted weird. Tilted, you're really strong and can fly. Can you not just pick Aloy up? I'd go to the top. (laughs) Why are you making her climb? You need a boss fight with Eric. With a K. No. <laughs> <You don't. laughs> Have Zoe and Aaron fight him. Be fine. Sure. 
well guys we would love to hear from all of you that's uh our thoughts on horizon forbidden west when adam eventually plays it i'm sure he'll share his thoughts too uh but he hasn't even got the game yet so no. that'll be a long long time away but we would love to hear your thoughts on the game did you prefer it to the first game and why or did you not and why um so if you're watching this on youtube jump down in the comments share your thoughts um anything that we brought up here in this episode or anything that we didn't that you would like to add to the conversation. We can we can keep talking about Horizon in the in the comments and everything. And if you enjoyed this, please do give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell for the future content. If you're listening to us on audio platforms, then you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take to give your take on Horizon Forbidden West. Thank you very much for checking out this episode. We'll be back to talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.